Alright everyone, welcome back to another wonderful episode of Correct Opinions. I am Albert, I am always here, and I am always joined by our co-host, Kelly Hinkle. Hinkle, yep. how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. You know, um, just going to jump jump right into it uh, this week. Um Clearly, it was a big day on Thursday. It was Thanksgiving. I believe the hundredth Thanksgiving, maybe maybe the hundredth, maybe like the, the maybe it's only like the the seventy fifth or something like that. But a uh, big day in America, where everyone sits around with people that they can't stand and uh, <laughs> eats a lot of food, which is something that we do every day. Um, so uh, I don't know how how do you feel about Thanksgiving, Hinkle? Because I have I have some pretty strong feelings. Yeah, I'm going to let you get to yours, but I'm going to tell you that I am pretty damn fond of Thanksgiving, and here's why. First of all, for people like us who are um, drains on society that work for government, Mm -hmm. we get a deliciously long four-day weekend. So that is my number one favorite thing about Thanksgiving. Secondly... It's kind of a holiday that doesn't have a lot of pressure. You don't really have to buy anything. There's not really a ton of decorating. Um, In my family, at least, no one feels the need to get dressed up. And you just kind of hang out and, like you said, eat entirely too much food and casually watch sports and be lazy. It's kind of fantastic. Hmm. Let's hear what you have to say. Yeah, I think you're wrong. Yeah. And the main reason why is, you know, I was driving home on Wednesday night and going back to my parents' house in Philadelphia, and it's like, had this huge revelation while I was, like, waiting in traffic on, like, 95, um, coming up from, uh, D.C., and just, like, it's like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, why am I going all, like, I don't want to spend my weekend there, I don't want to come back there, I don't really like thanksgiving in general and i'm subjecting myself to all this traffic and i do think there are expectations like you say you know okay you don't need to buy presents so you don't need to decorate so there's not that you know the bar is very low in terms of uh what people are expecting on thanksgiving but like i'm expected to go back home every single time and sometimes i don't feel like it and frankly this time i would have much preferred to have stayed home at my house and maybe i don't know cook some of the food and eat it by myself or with my wife. And hmm, thinking about that, I actually don't like Thanksgiving food that much. Mm. I, I like. I mean, whenever I go out to eat or whenever I cook um, at home, most of the time I'm either cooking uh, like Mexican food or like Japanese food or something you know like Thai food or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's ne- I never like. I really want mashed potatoes. Well, see, that, that's kind of the thing for me. Like, I don't eat anything that I ate on Thursday on a regular basis. Okay. I have, like, an obnoxiously restricted diet because if I don't have one, I'm tubbier. And so I – on a day like Thursday, you allow yourself to go a little crazy. And I think the fact that I'm eating things that I – I'm not going to eat again for another year kind of makes them more delicious. Okay. I could, I could see that, but I don't know. I mean, just mashed potatoes are so boring. Yeah. Mashed potatoes don't 
don't do it for me that much. But I am um, – I really like cranberry sauce, which I know is weird. But I really like cranberry sauce. And also, I guess, you know, hearing you kind of describe your Thanksgiving experience, I guess mine is different in that I am local to where my family is. Okay. So I don't have to travel or really go anywhere. I just kind of hopped in the car with my dog and drove 10 minutes to my parents' house. So it wasn't really okay. an ordeal for me. So I, I, I kind of get that if I had to make a trip – and like waste my long weekend away from home. I could I could see it being annoying. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I I did cut it short this time. I I did leave on Friday. Mm. And I was like, I just gotta. I mean, I blamed it on the cats. I was like, oh, I gotta get back and feed the cats. I mean, the the <laughs> the girl that lives across the street comes and feeds the cats. She would do it for another day. But like, I was like, oh, well, I don't know. Now, I don't know if she's gonna be there. I mean, did she... Mrs. Opinions come with you, or did she? Yes, yes, she did. Yeah. She always does. We do. Um, Thanksgiving in Philadelphia with my parents, and then we always go to uh, Taos, New Mexico, which is where she's from for Christmas. Okay. Which that's that's uh, that's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, I I just don't really like the holidays. I'm kind of a Scrooge. Um, I really don't like Christmas, and like Thanksgiving is like kind of, in my opinion, the 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 opening of the holidays. Obviously, it is because Black Friday's the day afterwards and it's officially when you're supposed to start shopping for shit that you don't need and shit that you don't want to spend money on um i feel like albert sometime here in the near future we're gonna have to do an entire hour on all of the reasons why christmas has become total trash oh it's it, it is total trash and it's already Christmassy in my house mm. like in, I think, two weeks, we are on this historic house tour. So, like, the neighborhood I live in is mainly, like, 100, 150-year-old houses. Mm -hmm. And we're in a 150-year-old house. And when we moved in, one of our neighbors was like, hey, your house has never been on the house tour, which is this thing that they do every year where people buy tickets and then they go into other people's houses and look around and, you know, I don't know, gawk at the crown molding and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, but I was like, oh, well, I want to be a part of the neighborhood. So like, yeah, totally. We'll do it. And then now I have to decorate my whole house and it's already like, we already have a tree. We already have like the snow figurines and shit like that up. And it's like, I don't even like this holiday, um, but, but whatever. I mean, I don't want to be too negative about it because my wife really does like it. And mm -hmm. Yeah, she gets a little mad when I'm a downer all the time, so <laughs> I may as well just, you know, deal with it. Yeah. But other than the holidays, didn't you have anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, also this, well, we'll say this week, um, marked the premiere of Netflix's new big superhero show, Jessica Jones. Uh, premiered last Friday, I believe, and... Since then has kind of been a hot topic of discussion on all the social medias. And um, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit because I am generally not a superhero comic book person. Um, I don't run out and see all those movies. I don't nerd out over that stuff. But I really enjoyed um, the Daredevil series that Netflix put out a few months back. I thought it was incredibly well done, um, well acted, well written, and a 
you know, even without the superhero stuff, it was just a really entertaining show. So I um, binged my way through this new one, and I was pleasantly surprised because if I'm being honest, and this might get me in trouble a little bit, I generally think that female superheroes are hot garbage hmm. because they're usually it, just in my limited experience and I'm sure people who are way into this whole world will tell me that I'm crazy and I don't know anything but they all seem very like rah-rah cheerleader to hmm. me and um, this particular superhero is definitely not that so I really enjoyed it and if you like kind of dark and moody kind of film noir style television, I think you would really enjoy this show. Hmm. Well, maybe the the problem with, like, female superheroes is that that's how they're written normally. It's not like a... I mean, I don't think that's what you were saying, right? It's like, no, I mean, you weren't saying that they're just bad just because they're bad, but... Well, I mean, they're fictional characters, so everything about them is how they're written. Right. But I just feel like, right. for example, like... Um, Supergirl or Wonder Woman, they're, like with, uh, j- they just feel very raw, hmm. raw, hooray to me, and a little too chipper and cheery for my taste. I mean, if I'm being honest, I think all superheroes kind of suck. But yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, this show might be decent. I mean, if it's you know, sometimes it's done well, sometimes it is done well, and you're like, oh, this is great. Like, I know he's not a superhero necessarily but like the batman the christopher nolan batman movies are awesome yeah they're fantastic right and it's 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 because of you know the way it's written the way it's presented right the atmosphere but like that marvel shit i am so over it every single one of those movies is the exact same thing it's like they don't even fucking try anymore i mean i i used to go to them and be like maybe i'm gonna have a good time and then no it's always the same it's like origin story and then like someone that you're close with is now the bad guy and now you have to fix the problem and like it gets fixed and then you know there's two or three more sequels and i'm just so tired of it yeah it's a bit played um especially in film the film the films are not good and that's kind of what shocked me so much about these like i've I went and saw the Avengers, and it was entertaining, but I didn't die over it. I never bothered to see the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, the whole universe that these shows are set in. And so I didn't really expect to be blown away by how good they are. But Daredevil especially was incredibly good and really different in that it presented kind of like a, a more real portrait mm-hmm. of a superhero. Like, you see him getting his ass kicked and actually having some residual effect on how he acts and how he's able to perform, which I feel like never happens in superhero movies. These guys take punches and, and nothing happens. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, if if you're looking for something maybe one day that you need to binge on, you might want to give it a try. I mean, it doesn't oh. sound bad. I mean, if it's a, a lead female lead character who doesn't suck in a superhero environment, it sounds like something my wife would really enjoy. Yeah. And, you know, we're always looking for stuff because, you know, I ditched American Horror Story. I'm like, I'm not watching this shit anymore. Um, I really don't even know what we're watching anymore. I mean, we're watching America's Next Top Model, but they took a fucking week off because they're... Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. That show still exists? Yeah. It's... I think it's the last uh, season, but, like, I asked my wife last night. I was like, oh, we missed the uh, America's Next Top Model. 
because I think it airs on Fridays of all time. It started uh. off the earlier in the season. It was on in Tuesdays in like prime time, mm-hmm. and then they bumped it to Friday. So it probably isn't doing that well. Yeah. I mean, it, it is like the twenty. It's the twenty second cycle, as they call it, because it's not a season. It's a cycle, because Tyra Banks is insane. Um, but that's that's a topic for another day. But um, <laughs> apparently, according to my wife, the uh, it's the final season, and she also said she could not cite a source for that, so she might just be making it up. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but yeah, it still is on television. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I mean, good old crazy Tyra Banks being crazy. I mean, yeah, and so speaking of kind of female superheroes and leads. And crazy people. Mm-hmm. I have a little something that has been sticking in my craw for a few weeks now that I kind of randomly discovered, and I'm going to rant about it a little bit mm-hmm. if you don't mind. So, I have a group of friends who like to play the EA Sports game NHL 16 with each other on our Xbox Ones. Um, we play in what's called the EA Sports Hockey League, which is kind of their online hockey league where you and your dork friends have a team and you play other dorks on their team. And it's all just a good bit of fun. So, being a Flyers fan, big Zach Ronaldo fan. Mm-hmm, of course. Both yeah. I like to uh, mix it up when playing mm-hmm. some online hockey. I like to engage in fisticuffs, which is something that I've always been able to do while playing this game. But this year, noticed that no one would ever fight me. And I thought it was strange because my teammates were able to get into fights all the time. And then I thought to myself, no, wait a minute. I made my hockey player a girl because I'm a girl and everyone else is a boy and they can fight. That can't be it because that would be crazy. Surely in 2015, no one at EA Sports would say, we're not going to let the girls fight. That would be crazy. But in order to test this theory, I changed my character to a boy and changed nothing else attribute-wise about the character. And lo and behold, I was able to fight. Hmm. And I cannot believe that someone at some – actually, I would, I would venture many people – on many levels, when developing this game, decided that girls weren't allowed to fight when they're playing fake hockey on the internet. Because you could in the previous version of the game. So at some point they decided we're not going to let the girls fight anymore. And I just cannot get over it. Like, I, I find wait, it ridiculous. Wait, you you could? in like? So, I know that they haven't had the female characters for that long, right? So, yeah, the first iteration of the game that I actually got involved in playing was NHL 14. Right. That, that was the first year, right? That they had. It, it could have been. I didn't play before that, so I don't know for I sure. But I had a girl character, and uh-huh. the girl character fought all the time. Oh, when my I God. That's amazing. And I, I didn't get 15, so I don't know if it was there. But I know they, they actually took out the online hockey league in 15, so it might not even have been an issue. But this game, if you are a girl hockey player... It will not allow you to fight. So I remember when you brought this up a while ago mm-hmm. when like the Broad Street Hockey chat room thing. Yeah. And I remember we looked up, we were like, well, maybe it's because of the fact that like in 
you know, one of the premier women's leagues, they're not allowed to fight. And I looked it up and I was like, no, they've gotten in a fight. I mean, it results in like a suspension. Yeah. Right. Um, so I was like, well, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe, but I don't know. That's pretty weak excuse. And like, what difference does it make, especially when you're playing in this video game environment that's right. a hybrid? Like, like it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. And But I yeah. didn't know that they had it before. Yep. And they took it away. Yeah, the, the, really the only, the only difference between girl players and boy players before was just gender. And I always just assumed it was just kind of like you're making an avatar for yourself. You're probably going to use the gender that you identify with in real right. life just because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a girl could be a power forward. She could be gigantic. She could be very small. She could be fast. She could be slow before. The only difference was gender. Now it's completely separate. Boys can fight. Girls cannot fight. If they have exactly the same attributes, if they're exactly the same kind of player. And at some point, someone made that decision explicitly. That's so weird. And it's just crazy to me that that happened in 2015. And I also can't believe that it doesn't... I mean, I think when you were saying before when we were talking about it, with the Broad Street Hockey guys, I think we looked it up a little bit, and there did seem to be some chatter about it, like on Reddit and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe it's not a bigger deal. And and maybe a lot of girls don't play this game, so it's that's why it's not a big deal. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I just it, – it's crazy to me. But. Yeah, I don't think of EA Sports' main demographic as being women, which is no. why they're kind of shitty in general. Right. Um, I mean, this is EA Sports uh, – they're not. They're not exactly known for being good, um, and delivering actually decent video games. They're good at. They maybe they developed one decent or a couple of decent sports games years ago, and they're good at updating rosters every single year. Um, yeah. Which is pretty much with, like I haven't bought NHL sixteen yet. Mainly that's just because like I don't feel like spending the money. But like, mm-hmm. I my li- latest copy is NHL fourteen, which is on my Xbox three sixty which, like, the only reason why I turn that thing on anymore is to play NHL 14, because I have a PS4. But mm. that is fucking weird. Yeah, and it just, it bothers me. And, I mean, you have every right to be bothered by it. It's just odd. Goofy. It is but, exactly that. Okay, well, that we sucks. We're gonna take a quick break and come back with some other stuff that, that also sucks. So... Stick it here for some more correct opinions.
Okay, welcome back to Correct Opinions with me, Kelly, and Albert. And we are going to move on now to the super fun world of sports. Mm. Um, Debatable. Well, yes. I am super excited today, and I'm sure you are too, because today is Grey Cup Day, which if you don't... Grey Cup? Grey Cup. Oh my god. Is the CFL equivalent of the Super Bowl. So that is happening tonight at 6 p.m. in Winnipeg. It is between the Ottawa Red Blacks and the Edmonton Eskimos. That's a ridiculous name. <laughs> and, and just as a bit of a funny aside, because this is like the most Canadian controversy ever. So much like the Super Bowl, the Grey Cup is played in a neutral place. Um, and when it's Winnipeg this year. And the Ottawa Red Blacks have this tradition where when they score a touchdown a couple of lumberjacks saw a log on the sideline in celebration and apparently the Edmonton Eskimos were outraged that this was going to be allowed at the neutral site of the Grey Cup and so now they're no longer allowed to do their lumberjack activities after scoring and people are just outraged about this and it is the most canadian thing i can possibly imagine and it brings me a lot of delight the whole all of this is just i mean between the names i know the name of the of the trophy the gray cup it looks like a a little bit like the stanley cup too which of course oh of course well i mean they're they're just kind of gonna go ahead and uh copy that whenever they can just yeah. make the Canadians feel comfortable watching a different sport. <laughs> um, but the, I saw something about, someone posted something about the controversy with the, the lumberjacks or whatever the hell yeah. um, on Facebook. And the only comment they had, I didn't read it, but the only comment they had was, oh my God, Canada. It's <laughs> like, it's the most Canadian fucking thing in the entire world. It really and, is. So wait, why aren't they allowed to cut the, I mean. Well, the I believe that the argument, the, the Edmonton Eskimos uh, complained because they felt that it was making it too much like an Ottawa home game, and it's meant to be a neutral field. I mean, wait, but at like Super Bowl, at the Super Bowl, the, the cheerleaders for each team are there, are they not? I mean, yeah. on their own sidelines. Yeah, and they actually have had um, before the uh, the Calgary Stampeders. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were in the Grey Cup, they have a horse oh that trots along the sidelines <laughs> when they score. And this was allowed at a previous Grey Cup. So people are kind of citing that as how come they were allowed to have their fun and Otto is not allowed to have their fun. And the poor lumberjacks weren't told until they got all the way to Winnipeg. It's just it, everything about it. Jeez. It's hilarious. So what time is that on today? On It's on ESPN 8, right? <laughs> it, it is not on the Ocho. It is on ESPN 2 okay. at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Standard time. Yeah. So you're, so you're we're, we're recording now to accommodate your your CFL. Oh yeah. It's now two thirty four on Sunday. Hinkle requested that we get done by six p.m. I did, and and obviously this show often goes four or five hours. Oh, clearly, clearly, I'm yeah. sitting here editing <laughs> all night, being like, what opinions were the most correct <laughs> to shove in here? But I don't know, man. That sounds like PC police run amok. We know about that in America. We do. But I guess it's in Canada, too. So you are a Rough Riders fan. 
I am. And was it Ari? Ari, what's what's her team? Ari is a Calgary Stampeders fan. Okay, yeah, because she's she writes for what Matt the. God, was it Matchsticks and Ma- Gasoline? I believe. Matchsticks and Gas, right? The uh, the, the <clears throat> Calgary Flames blog yeah. on SB Nation, but she writes for like a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, she's everywhere. Yeah, I but feel she's like actually Canadian. She's not just weird like me. Right. Yeah. So neither of you has a team. No. Going today. So what what team are you adopting? So um, for my own particular nonsensical reasons, I've decided to vote or to vote to root for um, Edmonton only because. Wow. The babies that whined. Yes, but this was pre. I picked them before they whined. But first, firstly, I've been to one CFL football game ever in my life, and it was in Edmonton. Okay. And also, I have a strange fondness for that city that I developed after visiting it that just doesn't make any sense. There's no logic behind it. But I just decided that between the two of them, Ottawa's boring and stupid, and Edmonton has a cool mall. So I'm going Edmonton. about this mall. In the, like, the past week, it's crazy. It's the first I've heard of it. I, I I could I could talk for an hour about the mall. <laughs> well, because you don't want to go outside, right? So you stay in the mall all day. There's a pirate ship. Oh Jesus Christ! Canada is so weird. There's a pirate ship and seals that perform a show. Is this place like really, really, really humongous? It is unbelievably large i'm not sure i saw all of it it might be the size of a small city really yeah it is like rexall place like attached to it like from the underground or something no it's not they're in different i think they're on different sides of the city oh that's stupid yeah i feel like the whole city should probably be connected by underground like montreal is because it's obscenely cold there all the time right yeah well i'm gonna go for the other team the what are they called the (laughs) The Red Blacks. Hey, I'm sure there's some story behind that name, but I don't know what it is. No, it's just, we don't need to hear the story. We'll just leave it <laughs> at that and, and enjoy their ridiculous name. Um, I'm going to go for them because I think that they're, they're, they're victims. Um, you know, as a, as a white male in America, yeah, I know what it's like to be uh, shot down constantly. That's People true. Trying to trample your rights. So I really got to stick with them. Their First Amendment rights are being violated. <laughs> I know that they don't have a constitution in Canada, but I think it should extend into Canada. It really should. Someday. Yeah, but back here, in terms of how football is going, back, going on back here, it mm. fucking sucks. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm kind of done with it. I'm kind of done with it. Now, is this just because the Eagles are hot garbage, or is this is this a systematic problem with football? Uh, it's kind of all of it. No, I mean, the, the systematic problem with the NFL is that they allow, you know, wife beaters to play. Oh, um, that's small thing. I mean, they, they suck for that. But <laughs> in terms of the product on the field, um, that also sucks. And, yeah, of course, this is mainly because of the Eagles. So going into Thanksgiving, the, the, the Eagles played on Thanksgiving. I know you don't watch them. Um, watch that game. You watched that game? I did. Oh, because it was on the TV wherever you were. Yes. Yeah, that's that 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 had that's how it was when I was a kid. I like hated football, but it was like <laughs> Thanksgiving was the one day that I had to watch it because it was just on our. T- it was the only time ever that football was on the television in my house growing up. Mm. But anyway, we go in Thursday Thanksgiving. I'm actually at my my brother in law's house or my brother in law and my sister's house, and you know the Eagles. Really sucked 
the prior week, they got blown out by the fucking Buccaneers, which is a shit football team, just for your information. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles are playing the Lions, and it's looking bad. It's looking so bad that we just turned it off at halftime, and I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this shit anymore. And then I end up uh, walking back to my parents' house and, you know, screwing around for a little bit, kind of just completely decided that football is awful. And eventually I turn on the TV just to check what the score is, and it's like 44 to fucking 7 at that point. And it's just, this team is just fucking garbage. And the problem is that, you know, if they really just sucked, or if they just played the way that they're playing right now and the division that they were in had one good team in it, then you wouldn't get, keep getting roped in. The problem is, is right now, as we speak, the Giants are playing the Redskins. The last I saw, uh, Deshaun Jackson scored a touchdown. The Redskins were up 10-0 to zero on the Giants. Eli Manning threw two interceptions already today. What's going to happen if the fucking Redskins win is that the goddamn shit Eagles who everybody, or a lot of people, want Chip Kelly out of this fucking town. They want most, or a good segment of Philadelphia Eagles fans want Chip Kelly fired. I don't know if I do. Doesn't matter. They want him fired. They will be one win back from winning the division. And it seems sucks. So every, like, just one of these teams needs to be good. I don't even care if it's the Eagles at this point. Just give me a reason to stop caring, or give me a reason to care. Football sucks. This might be the most worked up I've ever heard you on. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pissed off. I mean, part of it, too, is, like, I have my fantasy lineup here. They oh. all suck, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I can't get to break with sports. It's like, they're all just, it's just, you know, I wasn't a huge sports fan growing up. I really wasn't. And I started getting into it later, and it was so much fun for so many years. And now it's just awful. And I used to be able to get through, you know, the Eagles sucking, uh, although they, they haven't been that bad recently, by just focusing on fantasy, and that's not even there. So I'm just, I'm, I'm really upset. And TV sucks, too. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. I'm really sad for you right now. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feel, feeling pretty bad right now. But one good thing that did come out of this weekend. Oh, yes, let's. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you why don't you why don't you take care of this? So, um everything in sports sucks except for the Flyers right now at this very second. Enjoy it because it will likely not last very long. Oh, yeah, no. But they're coming off two straight wins. They shut out the Rangers at Madison Square Garden, which is always just awesome. And uh yeah, right at this second at this moment captured in time, because tomorrow it will be different. Um, it's It was fun watching the Flyers this weekend. Yeah, it was really weird. It was a very strange feeling. Like, I didn't catch the game on Friday? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was out doing a whole bunch of stuff with my brother-in-law, but we had it on uh, in the car. And I remember we were, we're like, just approaching uh, my house after driving and driving and driving and driving to buy a couch. Um we were right near my house, and it was, I think, like, when Nashville pulled their goalie. Mm-hmm. We are like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. Like, Flyers, and it's like, and then they fucking tied it. And we're like, okay, yep, <laughs> yep. And wasn't, I think Nick Schultz was out there 
during oh, that he? thing. I, I think he was. He's just bad. Yeah, but yeah, they, they landed it in in overtime, right? They did. Okay, yeah, because I had to. I was busy moving crap into my house, but I, I did get the ding on my phone that they won. Mm-hmm. And it was was it Goss's Bear? It was. There you go. Yeah. There you go. He's he's fun to watch. He, yeah, fun is an understatement. I am like I know that it's it's like a terrible thing to say that you're glad someone got injured, but <laughs> I'm glad that he got the opportunity to crack this lineup because at this point I feel like there's absolutely no way they can send him back down. Yeah, it would be, I feel like it would be a big deal. But aren't they in, like, I was thinking about this. Aren't they in such a horrible cap uh, hell right now that they would have to do something about it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the only reason they were able to call him up is a straight one on EIR. So that's the only reason. So I can't imagine that, I don't know, I'm I'm not very good with this. I got really good with the CBA and then it fucking expired. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then they changed everything. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that again. But it seems like like he might have yeah, to go back down. Ha- yeah, I don't know. I'm totally to, I guess depending on how things shake out. But I can't imagine Strite's going to be back anytime soon after that horrible. The penis horrible. bone? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have those bits. And looking at that picture, I was like, oh, God. Ow. Yeah. I mean, it's going to – I mean – yeah. Getting hit there regardless of what's what's there is going to hurt. Yeah. Hurt like hell. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. But I mean, I don't know. It is nice to see Gossip's bear up. That's the one good thing. But I mean, other than that, other than him, there really haven't been hasn't been much to be excited about with the Flyers. No, and what's going on with Voracek? Yeah, this is this is pretty crazy. This is two straight games, right? Yeah. Where Jake Voracek has been playing with Pierre Edward Belmar and Chris fucking Vandeveld. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. I mean, obviously, Hackstall really likes Vandeveld and Belmar, mm-hmm. which is why. I mean, I don't think it's like Voracek is bad, so we're gonna banish him to the fourth line. I think it's more Hackstall thinking that they can keep up with a guy like Jake Voracek and the kind of assignments he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not good. That this is happening. And I think a lot of people were happy that, that Giroux and Voracek were getting broken up to give mm-hmm. them more balanced lines that you can roll. But I don't know if that's really what people were hoping for. I mean, um, no, I wasn't. Yeah, and I, again, I, I missed the game on Friday, and yesterday I only caught bits and pieces. So all I know is from what other people have been saying about how it has been playing out, and it's pretty much what I expected. Um, that, you know, it's just, it's just not a good use of him and he's not getting the kind of support that he needs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he needs finishers. Right. And those guys are not bad players, but they're not going to, you know, they're not elite scorers in the end. No. So they're perfectly fine fourth liners. Right. I mean, they're, they're, they're maybe on the third line once in a while, but definitely not in you know, with someone like Jake Voracek, who didn't he have, he had really limited ice time yesterday. I think Uh, Kurt Kurt tweeted something out. Maybe Kurt. Someone. um, Let me take a look. Only 15 minutes yesterday. Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, I mean, it looks like only, I mean, he had less time than Belmar, less time than Vandevelde. 
Yeah, uh, that's a problem. Yeah, it looks like really only Braden Shen and Raffle had less time forward-wise. Which, I mean, it is a problem. And Kurt also kind of made a point that, you know, the Couturier line's playing so well. So I'm sure Haxtell doesn't really want to break them up, which is understandable. Right. And then if you want to break up Giroux and Voracek, you know, to balance out the scoring, okay, fine, you have to put Voracek somewhere. But then at that point it's like, well, do you need to break up Giroux and Voracek? Like, is that the best way forward? I don't know. Right. I guess if you're going in, you know, hard-nosed about it and saying we need to break them up, maybe that's what's causing this. Yeah. But I think you're right. It's like maybe maybe reevaluate whether or not you really want to break them up. Do you have the personnel that you know you're able to actually do that? And right. Have it turn into an effective uh, outcome. Yeah, and for a team that's struggling to score, it's it might not be the best idea. Maybe you you keep them together and see if maybe we can get a goal or two every now and then. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of like it because I feel like I'm I'm I've thrown in the towel for this season. So like, <laughs> let's get freaking weird. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't like it in that, you know, it's burning a, a year off Jake Voracek when he's doing really well and the team sucking is like, you know, this is just another one of Claude Giroux's prime years that's just going down the tubes. But look, that's what happens when you have absolutely horrible cap management um, and sign awful deals. And look, I don't like the idea of burning you know, valuable years off uh, Jake Voracek and Claude Giroux's careers, but what this team sucks. Yeah, God, it's... I hate when I have to bring myself back to reality and admit this is a shitty hockey team. Really bad. can be done about it. I mean, shutting out the Rangers in Madison Square Garden is fantastic. I don't really, like, get fired up about the Rangers, but... I used to, but I don't anymore. Yeah, they're kind of tough. I mean, the Penguins, though. I mean, I will tell you one thing. This team sucks, and it's very hard for me to turn on, uh, turn them on and watch them. And the main reason why is because there's only so many leisure hours in the day. I don't need my leisure hours to be occupied by me yelling at the TV. So there's that. However, Stephen A. Smith voice, <laughs> if they, or when they play the Penguins, I will be tuned in. I will be the biggest fucking Flyers fan in the history of Flyers fans because I love Flyers Penguins games. They're the unequivocal best. They really are. They're awesome. I, I mean, I get so pumped up. It's the only time anymore when I like scream when the Flyers score a goal. I used to scream every time they scored a goal. I did it for like an entire season. I don't think I missed a single game. I'd scream every time they scored a goal. I haven't done that since the last time the Flyers played the Penguins. Yeah. Because you it's... just get so fucking pumped. It's awesome. Yeah, if you don't get hyped for a Flyers Penguins game, you are dead inside and you should evaluate your life. When when is the when is the next Flyers Penguins game? Do you have any idea? I feel like I should know cuz I it's like the first thing I check. Yeah, um I can probably check really quick. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Not soon enough. I feel like there's one in December. Okay. So, soon. Yeah, why do they they, they hold off on this shit for such a long time? The I hate the NHL schedule almost every year. This year is no different. I don't understand how they decide to do things. Yeah. Um, and next year it's probably even going to be more annoying because they're going to have that stupid. Actually, no, there's not one. Not until January twenty first. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's whatever. 
Well, That'll January be twenty first is the yeah. anniversary of President Barack Obama's inaugura- inauguration. So I don't know. That doesn't bode well for the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And speaking of bad politicians, we're going to come back with our politics segment here on Correct Opinion. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So speaking of uh, Barack Obama, um, this week I think it's fair since we kind of always shit all over Republican politicians because they make it so easy for us to do so. Um, Let's talk a little bit about something President Obama said this week um, about ISIS. And um, I'll just go ahead and read the quote. Um, The most powerful tool we have to fight ISIS is to say we're not afraid, President Obama said. There are a bunch of killers. When I see a headline that says this individual who designed this plot in Paris is a mastermind, he's not a mastermind. He found a few vicious people, got hands on some fairly conventional methods, and if you're willing to die, you can kill a lot of people. There are a bunch of killers with good social media. Now, I first heard this quote, um while at the gym watching Morning Joe. Ugh. I know. And Bad he, Hinkle. I know. He, of course, predictably was apoplectic about this. And now I can kind of see what the president's trying to do here. You don't want to give these guys any more power than they already have mm. by admitting that they're instilling some kind of fear in your citizen base. Mm. Um, that's fine. But I think to see say that they're just a bunch of guys that have gotten their hands on some guns and are good at marketing, I think at this point is a little bit reductive, um, especially in light of what they did in Paris that was incredibly well executed, was very military-like in execution. It's, I think at this point we have to be able to admit that this is more than just a loose bunch of guys with similar ideology that are just, you know, putting out attacks willy-nilly. This is a a well-organized, almost a state at this point. Mm -hmm. And to say that they're not, eh, I don't know. You kind of hope he's taking it a bit more seriously than that. Right. I mean, I don't know. I know I said this last week where, you know, Republicans always get in a a tizzy when the administration refuses to say, like, Islamic terrorism. Right. And I don't think that, like, I really don't think politicians' words mean kind of anything. Yeah. But I think it is symptomatic of uh, something that happens on the left that we talked about last week that for some reason 
it seems everywhere that the left does not want to admit that like what ISIS is. Yeah. Um, like last week we talked about how, you know, at this very moment in time, terrorism seems to be a problem that is confined to one religion. Um, and that is Islam and people don't want to acknowledge that. Um, and at the same time, people don't, I, I think that this is in a similar vein where we don't want to recognize that they are actually a threat. Um, I mean, they're extremely well organized. To mm-hmm. say that they, they just have good social media is, like, insane to me. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I remember reading a few weeks ago something, I think it was on crack.com, where this guy read every single ISIS, like, magazine. Mm. They have a magazine, like, and it's, I mean, he put screenshots of it. It's really professional looking. They have, like, one of their, one of this uh, American, I think American or British journalist that they've kidnapped. They make him, like, write for it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, I mean, the thing is, is that, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what the content of the magazine is like. I know it does, like, basically the entire point of it is recruitment. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, this is the fact that this, this organization has a magazine, in addition to, you know, territorial control of uh, certain places. I mean, that should be, this isn't fucking anonymous, you know? Right, yeah. This isn't a bunch of guys who are hacking that are kind of disorganized and really don't have let's say, um, a formal ideology about anything. I feel like a lot of what Anonymous does is like, oh, well, if enough of them get pissed off about something, they do something about it. Yeah. That's not what this is. You know, there are ISIS leaders, um, you know, there's a pecking order. They have actual territories that they control. Um, it seems like it's a bit more than guys who have, you know, gotten hold of arms and just feel like causing chaos yeah 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 and i don't i don't want to get all like you said before what they say to the media we probably shouldn't put a ton of stock in because most of it's just canned but um yeah it was it was a little disconcerting to see him be so nonchalant about it especially after paris Mm -hmm. no i totally agree but, I mean, that's the way it is. Um, and speaking of things where people don't want to actually acknowledge certain realities in mm-hmm. politics, um, obviously there was a shooting um, out in Colorado Springs, Planned Parenthood clinic out there. Um, I believe, when did that happen? Was it two days ago? I believe so, yes. Yeah, Friday. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Friday, like, I feel like details were spilling out maybe around, like, the afternoon. When that happened. Anyway, I don't know the exact uh, injury, injury and death count on that, but it's, I mean, another standard mass shooting or display of domestic terrorism that happens in the United States that we don't really care about or pretend to care about for, you know, whenever the next thing comes around for us to care about comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people are refusing to, and I've noticed this, it's mainly on the right, um, but also just kind of in general, um, there's kind of a refuse, uh, a general refusal to acknowledge that this has to do anything with like Planned Parenthood or abortion as being the motive behind the shooting. Yeah. And that's kind of fucking crazy to me because I think you can kind of just assume that's the motive before you even like come up with, you know, actual evidence that it is because shootings at Planned Parenthood aren't like a normal thing. 
It's not like, oh, well, it happened at Planned Parenthood, but it could be for, like, any number of reasons, right? Right. And, you know, if you're just a crazy person who wants to kill a bunch of people, an abortion clinic's probably not going to be where you think you're going to do the most damage. Let's right, be- right. And on top of that, I mean, he said, like, no more dead babies, or something like that. There was some quote where... It was something about... I think it was something about the selling of baby ah, parts. Ah, right. Like, yeah, baby. no more, like, selling baby parts or something mm-hmm. like that. Which, like, come on. And I remember, like, that had come out, and then I think there was a story in, like... I think it was the Times today, where mm-hmm. they basically say, like, we don't... They don't know what the motive is. It's like, dude, the guy says... No more selling baby parts. He goes to a Planned Parenthood and shoots the place up. Like, come on. Yeah. And to me, this is kind of the other side of the whole coin that we talked about a bit um, last week with the liberal media and, and liberal politicians refusing to acknowledge that terrorism is a Muslim issue. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a is a... Well, I'm going to get myself in trouble. This is an American Taliban issue. And we Mm. do have our own little Taliban here. Um, These ultra right-wing, ultra conservative, um, in quotation mark, Christians who uh, do this kind of stuff. Um, And what really gets me is I'm pretty sure at this point there has not been a single comment on this from a GOP presidential candidate. Oh, really? I don't think so. Um, mm. I kind of was, was scrolling through uh, this morning, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw that no one has commented on the fact that... I think uh, I saw Huckabee had said something. Actually, that doesn't surprise me, because he is a total media whore, but... Um, I think what he said wasn't crazy, too. Oh, really? Yeah, surprisingly. I, I just... It's just... We have to call things what they are. Right. And that's that, that's exactly what this is. It's just... I don't know. I, I, it's, it's unbelievable to me that the shooting happens at Planned Parenthood and we're saying that we don't know what the motive is two days later. Yeah, and also I think we have to acknowledge that the reason that things like this happen is because the, the ultra-right-wing media and fringe candidates, well, actually mainstream candidates at this point, gin up this kind of crazy idea i mean planned parenthood is not selling baby parts right that's a crazy thing and the fact that they keep saying that they are and and keep putting a picture in people's minds that isn't accurate it gets people like this guy fired up you're right. inciting the, like you're inciting this right and, and you know places like fox news with the when those um the center for medical progress was putting out those edited videos to right. basically make it seem like Planned Parenthood was selling baby parts. You know, Fox News was covering that nonstop. Yeah. For weeks. I mean, every time a new video would come out, it was breaking news, and they'd play it over and over again, and then a highlight, you know, have a highlight segment on it, uh, on O'Reilly or Hannity, you know, one of their primetime people would cover it. Um, and this is what happens when you do stuff like that. And of course, Planned Parenthood has been, you know... Uh, They've been dismissed of any type of wrongdoing. There's been numerous investigations at the state levels. Um, okay. I believe, was there a federal investigation? I don't I think, think there. It, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, basically, any type of investigation that's been uh, put on them has shown that that's not the case. 
They're not selling baby parts. Um, right. But it doesn't matter. Um, especially doesn't matter to a guy who is, you know, has a uh, the ability to go up and shoot shoot up uh, a bunch of people. Um, I don't think he's really invested in the facts. But right, and and that's not to take away any of the responsibility on the crazy person that does it. But you can't. Like it's just it's irresponsible to continue to pump this kind of fear into people for ratings or whatever the motive might be. You have to expect that something like this is going to happen. And I think a lot of it is confined. It's just in general, this is something that happens on the right a yeah. hell of a lot more than it happens on the left. Yes. Because the right wing has been saying the same thing about Black Lives Matter since like it it came out, which is that this is going to inspire violence against police. This is going to inspire violence against police. Like they have to stop. They have to tone down the rhetoric. They have to do all this. And if you look at like statistics, like 2015 is on record or is on pace to be the year when like the fewest cops have been victims of assault or murder. Right. So it's like the evidence doesn't bear that out because I don't think that liberals get, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this isn't the, a great thing to say, but I don't think that liberals are more predisposed to violence when compared to Republicans. I think Republicans are much more willing, yes. just that mindset, um, to go out and solve things with violence than liberals are. I mean, liberals, you know, they constantly, you know, liberals are sissies, right? Right. Um, and in this case, that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, just something that, that pissed me off. Um, we should move on. This is, like, really depressing. We just it, talked about two things, like ISIS and then Planned Parenthood shooter. It's not getting much better. I mean, it's <laughs> not going to get much better, but at least it's not death. That's true. So, do you want to intro this? Yeah, so, um, our good friend Donald Trump. Yeah, the Donald Trump segment. Yeah. It's a thing. yeah we really should just have a Donald Trump segment because much. until this election is over, he's just going to continue to be an absolute well of ridiculous opinions oh yeah um this week he there was a reporter you know you go ahead well i think that i think maybe this all just started this past week so we got to go like way back oh yeah when he so donald trump said that after 9-11 he saw uh thousands and thousands of muslims um celebrating in new jersey and after 9-11 and Everyone's like, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. There's no video of it. And he's like, well, it's my memory. It like, doesn't, doesn't matter. And just a bunch of crazy shit. Anyway, later, um, Trump pulls up an article from the Washington Post that from around 2001, I think 2001, from a reporter who basically said that there were some type of tailgate, tailgate-style celebrations that were happening in New Jersey among Muslims the after 9-11 and those people were questioned by um the police there since then the reporter who wrote the story who is now at the new york times came out and said basically called into question his own reporting i believe i haven't really seen that part too much but what did he do how did donald trump respond to that hinkle uh well in pure Donald Trump fashion, he seemed to, allegedly, because of course Donald denies this, kind of pantomime 
the disability of this particular reporter. I think he has, does he have MS or something? It's, I, I, every time I hear about it, it's, they say he has a disability that limits the ability for him to move his arms. That's all I've Okay. I haven't heard like any. Yeah. So, so Donald kind of in an affected voice while making gestures with his arms, um, made fun of this reporter for kind of retracting his own reporting. Um, and then of course said, no, I wasn't actually making fun. I didn't even know he had a disability. I've never met him, which I believe has turned out to be false. I'm sure it's false. It doesn't even matter if it's false. I yeah. mean, it's, it's it, Donald Trump's word versus what probably actually happened. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to, his word's not going to change anything. No, and it, it's kind of a strange coincidence that he was making these movements with his arms about a guy who has a disability that affects the movement. Yeah, he's never done that before. He said it was because, like, the guy was getting flustered or something like that, and that's what mm. someone who was, like, getting flustered would do. Yeah. But he'd never... I've never seen Donald Trump do that before. Nope. It's pretty obvious. Um, it's funny, too, because Donald Trump, if he if he went back into the Donald Trump playbook about how to respond to this, he should say, he should just say you're being too politically correct. Yeah. Right? It's killing our country. Missed opportunity there. Big time. I know. Well, I think it's it's amazing because it's... he. Come on. He fucking did that. Like, he was making fun of the dude. He was this absolutely is the, making fun of him. Right. And this is the guy who gets votes by saying, I'm not politically correct. Why isn't he just saying, yeah, I made fun of him for it? Because <sighs> the reason why is because, like, it, you just don't fucking do that. I mean, it's not... Necessi- I think the term political correctness is like really offensive, but regardless, Donald Trump being politically correct. I can't believe it. He had my vote. Have you heard the theories floating around that he doesn't actually want to be president and is trying to harpoon his campaign, but everything he does to try to harpoon it just keeps working in his favor? <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be a great movie. Wouldn't it? I mean, well, we are kind of living out the plot of idiocracy at this point oh yeah, yeah. um but yeah i i kind of don't believe that because i'm pretty sure the only thing he would have to do to harpoon his campaign at this point would just be like i love muslims and then that would be the end of it for him yeah i mean there's a few things i mean but i don't even know about that because he has said things that do not appeal to the type of mouth breather that votes for trump i mean he said you know i mean he said he wants to what i mean in he said, in theory, that he wants to raise taxes on the rich. Yeah. That, like, a flat tax isn't fair. Right? I mean, these are the things that, like, the mouth breathers do not like to hear. That's and, true. And, yeah, I, I mean, if he wanted to tank his campaign, I don't know what he'd have to do. The dude is Teflon. It's crazy. It is the weird, honestly, quite honestly, in the decade or so that I've been paying attention closely to politics... This is without question the weirdest thing that's ever happened. It's so weird. And then number two is Ben Carson. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I know we talk about this every week, but Jesus, this I mean, whole field. Yeah, settle in, folks, because until the primary is over, I mean, it's the, just there's so much to talk about. This is going to be great, like 20 years from now. We're not even 20 years. Do you remember after the um, Obama McCain? Uh, election there was like a book that came like called game change or something like that yeah. mm-hmm. i think it was like mark halperin was involved in writing it 
I think he was. That guy's such a dick. But, <laughs> you know, it was like going into the ins and outs of the campaign. Like, I would love, like, you give me a book about, like, some reporter that followed the Trump campaign and has, like, more inside knowledge on this stuff. You give me that book. I will read it, like, right now. I would pay all of the money for that book. I can't wait. I hope some publisher just throws buckets and buckets and buckets of money at some staffer who can string words together well enough to put a book together about this. Ooh, I don't know if he's going to have one of those. I mean, <laughs> get, get it ghostwritten, you know? It's true, yeah. Like, have someone, like, transcribe the grunts mm. and, and, you know, the burps into, like, actual words, and I will read that book. I would read it. Oh, man. Well. be great. I think that has to be the end of the Donald Trump segment. I mean, we talk about him so much. I'm sure the listeners are, are getting a little sick about sick of it, but, you know. I don't believe they are, Albert. I believe they can't get enough. Much like the American people. Yes. Can't get enough <laughs> Donald Trump. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break, come back with the shit opinion of the week. Go ahead on, break them off with a little previews of the remix. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do the things you do reminds me of my Lexus cool. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. So baby, give me that, and let me get that. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on 24. Why they say I'm ready? It's the remix to ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama ruling that body, got every man in here wishing. Sipping on coke and rum, I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. Bounce, 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 bounce. All right, everyone, welcome back. It is everyone's favorite segment. I know it's Hinkle's favorite segment. It sure is. It's the shit opinion of the week. And, you know, there were a lot of opinions that came out this week that were pretty bad. Um, there's a lot going on in the world that lends itself to shit opinions right now. Oh, boy, so much. But um, the one I wanted to talk about was something that I saw in a tweet that uh, Simon Malloy, who is a, I think he's the politics editor at Salon now. Mm. I used to work with um, with Simon. And so I saw this tweet come out and he just says, this is unequivocally like the worst thing I've ever seen. And I was like, as someone who needs to be finding the shit opinion of the week, <laughs> um, I clicked on it immediately. And what it was, was a an editorial from Investors Business Daily, which is like kind of, a th it might sound like it's for like, oh, I need to buy some stocks. And like, what stocks are going to be good for my 401k? It's like crazy batshit right-wing stuff um, that's kind of dressed up as being about stocks. Um, kind of like CNBC. How like CNBC is like, uh, you got the ticker at the bottom, but then you have like Joe Kernan saying crazy shit about climate change. Um <laughs> Anyway, it was in response to the protests that had been breaking out in Chicago over the video that was released this week of uh, Laquan McDonald getting gunned down by a police officer. And the headline of the piece was, the system worked, like, so why are we upset? And the entire purpose of it was to say, in this case, the cop who, who shot McDonald down Mm -hmm. um, is now facing murder charges. I believe first-degree murder? Yes, first-degree yeah, first murder. Um, and so that's evidence that the, the system worked, so there shouldn't be any protests. I, 
it's it's hard to wrap your head around that because it's just so wrong in so many ways. First off, the system didn't work because a cop shot a fucking kid in cold blood. Boom. Yeah. The system didn't work because that happened. Because you be, because you're writing about it, that means that it didn't work. Yes. Uh, number one. Number two, I actually, um, while I was preparing for this podcast, which I do every week because I'm a professional, um, I watched a video from Chris Hayes, um, uh, up with Chris Hayes. We're not up. God, oh, I wish I was still in the air. Um, whatever, all in with Chris Hayes. Mm-hmm. From back in April about what had happened. And he reported on this because it was at the time and said, uh, you know, the police had said that McDonald had charged them with a knife and that's why they had to shoot him. So that's the original police story. Mm -hmm. The only reason why the system worked is because this fucking video came out, which I don't know if you've seen the video, but it is brutal. I did not watch it because I don't like to watch those things. It's not, it's not like graphic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's graphic in that you, like, you're going to see someone get shot. Right. But you don't, I mean, it's not very detailed. It's like really bad video quality. But basically what you see is like this kid walking down the street, like kind of slowly. And the cops are probably about like 10 to 15 feet away from him. And then like out of nowhere, this guy just shoots this kid. Like didn't. The kid didn't, like, make a move towards him or, like, even turn or, like, change his pace. Just, like, everything's fine and then done. Um, so, anyway, I just think it's fucking ridiculous um, to say that the system worked, so why are you protesting when, A, the kid shouldn't have been killed at all. Yeah. And, B, like, there was, there's pretty obvious evidence that there was this was tried to be covered up like some burger king manager came out and said the cops came in and like erased footage yeah yeah that's that's kind of my favorite thing about that article is that almost two-thirds of it was kind of listing all the ways in which the system didn't actually work right Um, it was the you know the video wasn't released it was covered up by the police it may have been squashed by Rahm Emanuel because Rahm Emanuel is such a piece of fucking garbage yeah because he was up for re-election um the only reason we know about any of this is because the video was was ordered released by court order and then my favorite part of course was that i mean this happened a year ago why are we still even talking about it so uh, yeah it's it's insane i mean the whole thing is fucking nuts because it's it's a perfect example of the system not working. Yep. I mean, the only reason why they say the system worked is because the cop was actually charged this time instead of being able to walk, which is what everyone is so accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, like, saying that a murderer is now being charged with murder is a, is a sign that the system worked ignores, like, every bit of context with this. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you might be able to make that argument if we were talking about a civilian who killed someone. But the murderer in question in this particular instance is part of the system. So when someone in the system kills someone, the system's kind of inherently not working. Right. And that that's kind of uh, brings up, like, another shit opinion that has been coming up recently with all these protests, which is that, like, 
this is something that, like, Bill O'Reilly says all the time. Mm-hmm. Because Bill O'Reilly's show is mainly, like, old white guy tells black people how to act hour. Oh, it's that's pretty fun. fucking amazing. I mean, that's I really what it is. He, like, different. outwardly tells black people how they should be acting. Um, is that, like, watch. black people don't get super upset and protest about, like, black-on-black crime. Mm-hmm. Which is, first off, incredibly, I don't know if racist is the right word, but demeaning. Yeah. At the very least. Um, and we don't need to get into statistics of black versus black crime versus, or black-on-black crime versus white-on-white crime, because if you say black-on-black crime is a problem, so is white-on-white prob- uh, crime. But um, just thinking about that, it's like, it's such a fucking idiotic thing to bring up. Like, the fact that, like, why aren't, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter out there protesting when black-on-black crime occurs versus when a someone who works for the state systematically murders. Like, right. or, the, like, an entire huge portion of the state, which is the police, is systematically murdering black people. Like, there's a fucking huge difference there. It's the same reason why a bunch of fucking crazy Republican white people are more concerned with the lives of four people in Benghazi and have not stopped talking about them for three years now. They're talking about that, but they don't talk about... They don't get all up in arms about every single murder. And the reason why is because they think, like, Hillary Clinton fucked up and tried to cover it up. Yeah, they don't actually care about the people that died in Benghazi. Mm -mm. They could give a shit. No, of course not. But what I'm saying is that, like, saying that you should be protesting when every single black person dies, and, like, why are you protesting when a cop kills a black person? It's like, dude, just fucking think for a minute. Think about what you just said and, like, you know, go into timeout <laughs> and, 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 and figure it out. Because it's not that hard to figure out what the difference between a civilian killing a civilian being something and a police officer killing a civilian. There's a very big difference. Yeah. If people that are, try- that are supposed to protect you are killing you and killing certain groups of people systematically, that's different from civilians killing civilians. Just me. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's hard to argue with anything you're saying. Oh, well, that's because it's a correct opinion. Hmm. Because that's what we dish out here every single week. You know, every now and again, that escapes me, and then it comes back, and my mind is blown a little bit. I know. I mean, there's rapid-fire correct opinions. Yeah. I mean, we're coming up. We've, we've been talking about correct opinions for over an hour now, and, mm-hmm. you know, to be completely honest, I'm kind of opinioned out. I feel like I've done enough opinionating today. Yeah, I need to, like, smoke a cigarette, you know, decompress. It's much like, it's much like very good sex where you have to just, it's like, oh, man, that opinion I just gave, amazing. Give myself a glass of wine and and call it a day. (laughs) Anyway. And and settle in for the the CFL champion. Oh, yeah. Go Red Blacks. There you go. I remembered it. Okay, well, everyone, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Correct Opinions. We greatly appreciate it, and you appreciate it even more because you get to hear what the correct opinions are. Yes. Which is awesome. We will see you next week, right, Hinkle? Yes, we will. Thank you. Same-ish time, same-ish place. Thank you, everyone.